Hello, welcome to Animan Plus episode 95. I'm Alex Light with Sparky3, and we are live for the first time ever for Animan Plus, that is. Uh, other two shows, of course, Terrible Football Show and Game Static are live every single week, and now Animan Plus has finally joined that mix to become the third live weekly show that we do here at Sparky3. If you haven't subscribed yet, you need to, because we are constantly grinding in some capacity in all different ways with this show, Terrible Football Show and Game Static. We definitely appreciate your support. I do have Zach here in the studio. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling for the first live episode of Animan Plus? I'm doing good. I'm happy about it. The only thing I do have a disclaimer. This isn't probably going to be a cons- consistent as game static yeah, and yeah. Fo- the football show <laughs> this is the show that gets moved around a lot so it's gonna be live it just may not be every thursday yeah okay so yeah we're gonna get into that because he's so true you know for everyone anyone new to the show right animan plus being pre-recorded just behind the scenes stuff it is by far the show that gets moved the most uh because it's just me and him so it makes it super easy to move stuff around and shit will always just pop up on Thursdays when yeah. we normally go, you know, record. So it may be Friday or stuff. I mean, hell, if you want a great example, next week we're not going live on uh, on Thursday. We're going live Saturday. Yes, we're going live Saturday, and that is also why the reason why is because Game Static will be live on Thursday for the Game Awards. So if you're a gamer, make sure to stop by for the Game Static episode for the Game Awards. We'll be live for the entire. We'll be live before the show starts. Talk about a few general topics that may have popped out over the week. Kind of our thoughts going into the show and then we'll be live for the entire show very excited for that hopefully it goes off that hitch because the last two times we've tried has not been awful i got sick last year and so did john and he was he was left out to dry we just didn't do it so it is what it is but yes so for next week basically these uh animan plus and game set are just swapping places so animan plus live next saturday uh while game static will be live on thursday and i will say for us being live on saturday don't expect any of the new episodes that came out that, that same Saturday, though. We're usually, like, a week behind constantly, yeah. which I think is a good thing because, you know, let people also be caught up as well. By the time we talk about stuff, most people who care yeah. enough have probably watched exactly. something about yeah, it. Yeah, and that's what we just give our thoughts on it from there. We do have our guy Shane in chat. Shane, how you doing? How you feeling? Our guy from the Terrible Football Show. Hopefully you're doing phenomenal. Uh, new job for Shane. Shout out to that. Congrats. He got a new place recently. Shane's moving up in life. So yes, shout out to is. Shane. I appreciate you, buddy. Uh, but uh, yeah, so next week, Game Static on uh, Thursday, Animan Plus Saturday. And, you know, make sure to go follow us over at Twitter at Animan Podcast or join our Discord down in the description below because I will be posting on Twitter or in the Discord when Animan Plus could get moved because it, it, it's going to get moved. It's going to get moved. It's going to happen. It's going to happen all the time. It's, it's just part of the show. Okay. But either way, we are pumped for this show to go live. We'll see how long it lasts. We'll see if it lasts forever. If we end up hating it, we could maybe just go back to pre-recorded. This was the one show where it's like, it, it could very well work pre-recorded, you know? Yeah. It was the one that worked the best, but we wanted to try to send it live and see how it goes, see if we can help further progress and grow the show, which is ultimately the one, number one thing we want to do at the end of the day. Uh, so we really appreciate everyone stopping by for this episode, whether it's in audio format or checking the video after the fact, checking out here live with Shane, for example, right now. Uh, yeah, Shane said he's uh, pretty good, just chilling, song a lot here to pop in. I appreciate you, dude. I really do. Um, but yeah, really excited for this uh, this start in this journey. And then of course, with this journey of going live, we can't do it with just me and Zach. We got to have Josh here as always. We do have, of course have the Josh Pillow in studio, always here, always looking out for us. Josh finally saw the studio for the first time oh did he as soon as he walked in he's like oh this is really nice and he looked he's like this fucking thing (laughs) that was the first (laughs) thing he said when he saw the pillow again he has seen the pillow before but that was his first reaction seeing it again so that that was funny shout out to that uh and then i guess like the last couple things is make sure to check out agent inc for sure 
Buy a jersey, the Animan Plus, Terrible Football Show, Game Static, the Sparky 3, whatever. Buy a jersey, show us some support. We would definitely appreciate that immensely. If you look at try like some Rogue Energy as well, use our pro link down below. Uh, before we really get into some talking points, the last like random shout out I want to give because like it's just so incredibly cool and I love it so much is I want to once again give a very special shout out to my contractor who built this wonderful studio Buddy Green with Quality Construction the dude has been doing some side projects for me making all these incredible wood arts that are always behind me he just dropped off two more recently I want to show that are so sick so got the Master Chief love what this dude did with the, making the visor this is so fucking cool love it so much uh, and then the one that I'm really pumped up about you can't really see in my shot, I can tell. Uh, the lighting this one's made with a copper. Suna from Hitman Reborn. Oh, that doesn't look great on camera. No, it does not. <laughs> uh, there we go. Look at that. Boom. Does that not look in freaking incredible? That is so sick, dude. I'm going to be honest. It looks better in person. It does. It really does. In camera, it's a little rough, but it looks incredible in person. Yo, this dude is an absolute legend, Buddy Green with Quality Construction. If you are in the Central Arkansas area and you need some sort of project done, so if you want to take a swing at doing something like the studio, like tiny house stuff, any sort of woodwork at all, this stuff, make sure to look up Quality Construction. He'll hook you up. This dude's an absolute legend. But yeah, he dropped these off for me the other day, and uh, I just had to show it off. I showed it off to ATFS as well. They're cool. They're so cool. Uh, I'll actually start turning down the music and turn off the music this time. Got it. All right, music's off. Yeah, music is off this time, so I won't, you know, forget about it. And it's been playing the whole time, you know, I'll turn down, whatever. And then we go to end the show, and it's just like mid-song mid, mid song when I turn the volume back up. But. Josh is aware at some point that pillow is going to get bigger, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I told him that uh, we were definitely looking at a body pillow again. We were looking at a rug. We were looking at a nice canvas for the wall. I told him all the things that we're looking at. He's just like, why would you guys do this? I'm like, we need you in here in some capacity. He told us he'd be back in like a couple months. It's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year. Well, to be in his defense, life has been very busy for him. You know, we're not blaming him. But this, look, if you're going to be in our friend group, we're going to do dumb shit like this to fuck exactly. with you. It's, it's what we do, okay? He hates it, so that further motivates us to do it. Exactly. <laughs> like, he knows how this works, dude. He knows how this works, man. Oh, God. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so before we actually jump into our shows for the week, which, of course, uh, if you're new to the show, we're doing, you know, we're talking about My Hero Season 6. We got Spy Family, To Your Eternity, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, Witcher Mercury, Chainsaw Man, Blue Lock, and, of course, Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War. So we got a lot of stuff going on there. And then also, in terms of the mangas and webtoons, we're reading pretty much, at least at this point, half of Weekly Shonen Jump. Have you picked up any of the new stuff? I have not. I have not read a single chapter. Have you? Some of the new stuff is sort of interesting. Is it? Because I know you were reading like the cell phone one, right? And that got axed. Yeah, that got killed pretty quick. I mean, what, these couple last new ones that's come out, have you re you've read them? I haven't read the one that just came out this past Sunday, but I read the um, Cypher Academy, Okay. which could be interesting for lids to tell whether it gets a following. Because it is very unique and current Shonen Jump. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, I know I need to end up checking it out. Because I actually do really miss the days where we were reading almost everything. Because it was like it was kind of a flex, honestly. It's like, yeah, we're reading like, you know, 18 of 21 series and of Shonen the Jump. And then Ichino's Family Sims. Yeah, yeah. That one's going to be... That one's going to pop? That is going to be fantastic. That's going to pop. Okay. Yes. Okay. 
We're talking like that's su- one to get on. We're talking like sweet home vibes. Oh, so yeah, I've never checked out Sweet Home, but I know enough about it. Uh, that's actually pretty interesting. I, I guess I should take that back. Not necessarily like straight Sweet Home vibes, but it's sort of that. There's that flip. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then there's also the uh, the what the Ruri Dragon one, which some sometime will come back. Obviously, whenever the author's back in health, tease yeah. and peace, you know, health there. But whenever that comes back, that thing's gonna be a monster. That's gonna be a juggernaut for him. Yeah. It's one single volume is doing incredible in sales even now, and it's and been on hiatus for like three months. First volume only has like three chapters in it. Yeah, the thing has been on hiatus for like what three months. Yeah, I mean it's been insane. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I have to sit down and actually read some of these, and I, I also have it on my mission to actually get back into. You know, like, you know, or get and also try to get into some more Weekly Shonen Magazine as well, you know, because we just lost Tokyo yep. Avengers. Eden Zero is 1000% ending at this point. I mean, like, you know, it was obviously well, it confirmed. Just, it just it, said it was going in its last. Yeah, arc. it's going. Yeah, the, the narrator yeah. did finally confirm that because we already thought it was with how it was going. Then they just threw a bunch of loop holes. Yeah, just one thing after another. Ranger Reject's been on hold for a long time for me. I need to pick it back up. It's still ongoing, hasn't it? Yeah, it's still... Oh, it's rocking. Oh, Shangri-La Frontier is another one I need to pick up. I read, like, the first five chapters. It was super interesting. Uh, but I actually, I need to pick that one up. Uh, and while we're talking about Weekly Shonen Magazine, uh, let's 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 uh, throw out there the, the big news uh, from this week, uh, where Disney Plus yes. and Kodansha reached a long-term partnership for its anime uh, to really get into the anime industry. And that brings up a lot of questions. And they even, and they also said Tokyo Avengers season two will be the first one to debut on this new partnership. But that also brings up a lot of questions. Like is blue lock season two going to be on Disney plus permanent? Like, you know, only is Eden zero season two going to be on there versus Netflix. There's a lot of questions. I was about to say, cause is this like, so like a sole contract? Like, yeah. Yeah. So Disney Plus is the only one who gets licenses. To my understanding, yes, Disney Plus will be the sole streaming platform for like Kodansha, like, you know, animes. Which, you know, for uh, like you know, just anime fans that are un- unfamiliar with Kodansha, that's you know, that's going to be like the weekly show of magazine yep. stuff. So like, um, you know, actually another one I thought of because that did get confirmed for an anime. And I think about it. So for any uh, my old fairy tale fans here, fairy tale one hundred year quest that is Kodansha. Um, so that would be you know on this Disney Plus deal. Uh, like I said, Eden Zero. If it's, it's season two, will it be Netflix or on Disney Plus? Blue Lock currently airing on Crunchyroll. That would be on, um, you know, potentially on uh, Disney Plus. Um, what about Rent a Girlfriend? Future seasons is that going to be on? Lots of questions. Yes, I have a lot. Definitely. Of, I have a lot of questions right now, but also some concerns. Like I, I do have concerns. Like is Disney Plus? Are they going to drop the ball on this? Are they going to be up to par? to what Crunchyroll is or what Hulu is, or, or are they going to drop the ball like Netflix? Yeah, okay, I just saw this. Tokyo Revenge's Christmas Showdown will stream exclusively on Disney+, Plus, so okay. that would also assume anything yeah. else in that. So so I, I have concerns. You know, I, I have concerns. Because, like, you know, when it came, when it, you know, if, if Disney Plus is doing this, that tells me they really want to get into the anime game, right? Which, cool, more power to you. But how are you going to handle it? Because, like, them starting to get into the anime game, the, one of the first things that they got, of course, is what I watched over the summer, Summertime Rendering, which was on a very weird streaming setup where it was only available in one single freaking country. I don't even think it was Japan. And even now, months after it ended, we're freaking December, and there's still the the dub hasn't come out. There's still no of, official way to watch this, so I have concerns, uh, especially with something like Tokyo Avengers. And when is that starting? Is that starting in January, or am I mis- or am I mistaken on that? Uh, let, me look, let me look up anime. The thing I just chart. saw didn't say. Let me look up anime live chart. I got this. 
because I can't remember if we actually got a confirmed uh, date for uh, Tokyo Avengers or not. So let's see. Uh, oh, wait, no. Hang on. Oh, wait, no. January. Uh, I'm okay. not saying anything on the official website. Oh, no, wait. January 2023 is yeah, all okay. it says. Okay. 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 So no actual date, just January. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's part part of the winter season then. Okay, that's what I was trying to get to. Yeah, I see it here. Okay, I see it. I see it. I got confused when I first got to this page because I immediately saw like th- four shows that are you know currently ongoing that are just stretching over because they're longer seasons. But uh, yeah, I, I have questions. I have questions. So like when this kicks off in January, are like me and you going to be able to watch it? You know what I mean? Like that. That's well, I don't know. Lots of questions. Lots of questions. Um, and also, I did not know this. I did not catch this. But Eden Zero season two set for spring. Starts oh. in, starts in April. I missed that. I did. I did, I, did, I, did, I did not see that. I didn't know that was happening. Uh, honestly, spring got a couple a couple shows that look pretty solid. You know, we got Eden Zero season two. Got Doctor Stone season three. New World. That'll be an okay season, I guess. Doctor Stone is just uh, it's something. I'll just. <laughs> It's something. <laughs> That's really the best I can tell you right now. I mean, it's still in the all right parts, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess. It's not to like the hype hype stuff. Ooh, but I'm actually sort of happy about this. What? Old time, seri- long time running series, City Hunter, is finally getting a mm-hmm. movie for the final chapter. Shout out to City Hunter, man. That thing has been on for a while. It's been going for some time. Yeah. And it's got several off- spinoffs, too. Yeah, yeah. No, that thing has been going for a while. Uh, let's see. Um, you got anything else? Uh, kind of like any shout outs that you want to do or anything? Um, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head, but I know we got a bleach announcement coming soon. So I guess shout out to that. Uh, I already forgot the date. Uh, it was like December 9th, maybe. Uh, but yeah, bleach announcement coming soon. Don't know what that's going to be. Don't know if it's anime related. Don't know if it's, you know, the, that manga arc that started. No clue what it is, but I guess we will see. But yeah. You got any shout outs that you want to throw out there? I don't know the City Hunter stuff, no. Okay, okay. I'm quickly scrolling through Twitter, trying to refresh my brain here, see if there's something that I missed, but I don't think so. I think, I think, at the, honestly, the Disney Plus, and that was the big, that was the big bombshell news drop of the week. Because uh, did not, I, I'll tell you, <laughs> I did not see that one coming. There's no chance that I could have guessed that Disney Plus and Kodansha was going to make like a, a nice little partnership together. But uh, I mean, hey. Disney Plus so far has been doing well with their own stuff and whatnot. So if they're expanding yeah. into the anime, you can only hope it's going to be more streamlined. So because so far their streaming mm-hmm. service has been very solid. Yeah. So I forget what their monthly thing is, but I mean, I'll probably try it at least. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to get it, you can just always use mine. You know, because you, uh, you log into it and you just make other accounts and stuff. So like when you log in, you just pick who's watching. So, but uh, anyway. Um, uh, oh, here's a random thing from 13 hours ago. Uh, JoJo's Stone Ocean, uh, 20, episodes 25 to 38 are now available. Netflix Worldwide. This is the final batch of episodes in this season. For so. anyone who's been waiting for it, yep. as of 13 hours ago, my instant death ability is so overpowered, no one in this other world stands a chance against me, as a TV anime announced. <laughs> oh, my God. These titles are out of control. I want you to know it was a light novel and not a manga. So, Bro, these, these titles, man, are just completely out of control. Swear to God, like some of the random titles that I come across where it's just like 17 words. It's just like, why is this a title of a series? <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't got anything else. You ready to kind of jump into stuff? 
Yeah, I'm ready. All right, where do we want to start this week? How you feeling? How you feeling? How you feeling on your stuff? Anything that we both watch you want to jump into? How we feeling about it? Um, I'm gonna be honest. It was sort of a lackluster week. For oh me. yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So I mean, I'll start with Gundam. All right, well, mm-hmm. what do we got for Gundam? Did you cry? And Gundam, no. Okay. All Gundam made me think was, oh god, we're dark, going far darker than I thought we would. Oh no. Um, but that was a couple weeks ago. Right. What's right. happening in Gundam currently is, so with episode nine, they're now trying to make a corporation group. Because in the previous episode of eight, to quickly run through it, they went to a fancy party. Stella, it was revealed that Stella's machine, Ariel, was actually a Gundam. Mirone, her betrothed, stands up for Stella and forces a business project to work on the development of the gun stuff so it's more viable so they don't destroy Ariel. It's a whole thing. It's more or less a fancy party for businesses to try and get funded. They succeed by her asking her father to be the first one to invest. He does and immediately gets success. Um, So in episode nine, they're now trying to set up the company with their little group of Earthians and the two of them. More or less getting all that put together. So figuring out funds, what their mission is going to be, how they're going to do stuff, um, and all that fun stuff. And it rev- more or less leads to her refinding out about the initial ideal behind the gun technology from the prologue of it was supposed to be a medical science thing. And before it got turned into weaponized stuff. And that's sort of the big thing of this episode is them of the sort of uh, f- friction brought on by whether they want to be weapon dealers. And most of them being against it and her trying to find a way to keep everyone on without having to sell weapons. So they end up going for the medical stuff and then making a very, very obvious high schooler done PR video. <laughs> okay. Which is very shitty. <laughs> yeah, just, it tr- you can tell it's made by high schoolers. Yes. Just like uh, anytime I hear something similar to that, the first thing I think of was um, Spider-Man Far From Home that, you know, that when they yes. get back to school, that that nice little shitty student very clearly made by Zoom's montage of all the heroes and it's just like JPEG and Getty images yes. and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very poorly done video and more or less seeing the workings of them trying to put uh, Mirone working through the problems to get this company to a point where she doesn't feel conflicted. Mm-hmm. And then... I forget the guy's name now. He's the Indian type looking rich guy who is sort of working behind the scenes and trying to take work with Mirone, but mm-hmm. also in the way of taking power away from her because his ultimate goal is to get a hold of Ariel and the gun stuff to use it. Because it ends with the episode with him and his council of harem uh, with his advisors who are all women who are helping him and him more or less going we'll try and work with them but if all else fails we'll just take it and just showing off some more suits yeah because it ended with him being a prick and so, and introducing some new um rule in the school system which would refute them from making their group official because mm-hmm. he's a prick there's a solid grade a prick yes Right. I'll tell you, I am actually very excited to get the time to watch this show. Because, like, going into this season, guys, um, 
I had fully planned to watch this show, but dude, there's so many shows. <laughs> there's so many. There's a lot. I, I had to make a compromise. I had to make a compromise here. So I've got like five I'm watching, which features like what? I think three that we're sharing, yes. two that I'm watching solo, and it's the same for you. You know, you're watching five, two that you're watching solo. It has made it a nice balance. Because like uh, Two Year Eternity, I fully intend to watch this season. I want to watch it. This is still the good part of Two Year oh, Eternity. Yeah, so, it's so good. Yeah, I still want to. I still want. I just don't have time, especially with all the games coming out right now. <laughs> Dude, I don't have time to finish my games. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, we go from game to game to game. Gotham Knights. That was kind of a. That was a thing. It was fun. Yeah, and I had Sonic Frontiers, God of War, Pokemon. Now I got Midnight Suns. I'm picking up. I'm. I'm busy. I got football too. I'm gonna watch these shows, and I'm very excited to watch Gundam. I I actually really enjoyed the prologue quite a bit, and I was looking forward to watching more. Just haven't got around to it. And then how how is two year eternity right now? Because I'm I'm really excited to watch this season when I have the time. So this is the episode that starts. So the first half of it is um, Fushi and Tasty Peach. I can't think of his name. Bon. Bon. Yeah. <laughs> um. More or less, they've started their journey and they've been going around to places and whatnot. And, um, yes. <laughs> so this episode starts with uh, the whole Kohaku thing mm-hmm. and him dec- telling Fushi he wants him to be his wife. Oh, and there's a oh. there's a great shot yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. Bon just chilling down there and like he has some tea and Kohaku's just like be my wife and it shows Fushi and Kohaku in the front front and just Bon in the back just wide eyes pouring just <laughs> and like there's even some it pans away and he's like Kobe's just like I know you may not understand that and everything and Fushi's like but I, no I do I've been reading this book and it goes back to Bond yeah, yeah. and one of his knights has shown up and there <laughs> was with a platter of something and his visor's up and his eyes also just wide of what's going on <laughs> um, I really do love this portion to your eternity it's so good Bond is very entertaining Bond is an incredible character um and one big thing that happened in the previous episode, it did reveal Fushi's ability to bring people back to life. Oh, okay, okay. So that that's now becoming a thing. Yes. Now is it becoming a thing where it's uh we're we're at the point where it's first revealed, right? Yes, where he brought back the okay. princess and Bond's trying to hide so, it. Yeah. Okay. That's what I was. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask because this is the point point where Bond he he figured this out and Fushi has no clue, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the, this is the whole thing. It sort of starts with that Kohaku thing and uh, Fushi feeling revulsion towards Kohaku because yeah, yeah. of. The things that happened in the past with his ancestors and uh, Perona, because right. bitch straight up killed Perona. True. Um, and then also Bond having this thing of this conflict of if he tells Fushi about him being able to bring people back, he's afraid Fushi's going to leave him and he's going to lose his lucky trinket or whatever that's going to make him be able to become king. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's all going on. And they go to... A city and interact with the church, and the church just finds Fushi and just like, well, if we take you, we won't harm the others. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And all, and it was just a ploy for them to trick Fushi. He proves to the people he can bring people back to, to life because he tries to bring back a worshiper and just falls over dead. So people didn't think, well, Fushi's not one of God, and all that fun stuff. And then we have the whole thing of. Bond being captured and him being in the cell over the fucking ravine with the crane. Mm-hmm. He's now there. And then Fushi, fuck, Fushi being that metal box and them dropping the lava on him. 
Oh, no. Yeah. That, yeah. And then it finishes the episode with Bond realizing that Toto, who's the actually a woman who's in love with him, but he doesn't know that. He thinks it's a man, is on the other partition of the cage from him with them both hanging there and then Fushi trapped in that metal block of hardened molten lava. Hmm. And then if it actually, actually finishes with them saying, we've caught the demon and sealed it away. And then just the black figure counting and just getting that eye open with Fushi inside. How the hell does he get out of that? I don't remember. Um, I mean, I remember, but do we Is count the- that as spoiler? <sighs> I mean, yeah, I guess. I just don't know how many people are watching the show that listen to our show, so that's why I asked. But yeah, we'll, we'll leave it alone. Okay. Because it's probably like, what, next episode? Uh, it depends on which way. It's either going to be next episode or the episode after that, because we also have coming up the whole Bond and Toto thing while they're stuck in the cage for... Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. For like a month or something like that, I think yeah. it ends up being. Okay. All right. We'll follow up on that then. Uh, let's go to let's go to my hero. I mean, this is our it is our title. Now that we're live shows, we have to be very mindful of our title, <laughs> so I don't have to change it midway through the stream like I have with ATFS, where I have a title about one thing and it's like an hour in. It's like oh, I just now got to the title. <laughs> so let's hit let's hit my hero because this is honestly probably the best episode of the week in my opinion. Yeah. Um, out of everything that I watched, I mean, it was the best episode of the week because it was just like we're right in the midst of all the hype and stuff. And one thing I was going to ask you coming into this episode here. How do you feel about season six so far? Because I have actually seen a lot of a lot of negativity towards the season on how it's done, how it's animated on Twitter. I've seen a lot of like my hero manga fans that are just not happy with the season. Like which came to a shock to me because I've been having a great time. How, how how have you felt? I mean, I've been okay with it. I think the bad thing with this is that so we got season five. Yeah. And season five was what it was. Yeah. But season four is what I think a lot of people are looking at. That was Overhaul. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, where his single eye got more animated than like the entire Seven Deadly Sin season. (laughs) I think season six, because anyone who's read the manga knows what's happening, and just this is just a monumental point in just the series in general. Yeah. And I feel like with how it was in the manga, it was done fantastically and whatnot, and now we have the animated one, and people were expecting it to be animated like season four, but... They're not getting that, so I think it got slightly overhyped and for expectation. So that's why people are just because they feel like it should be more than what it is. They feel like it should look like you know Heroes Rising or yes. World Heroes Mission or Season Four, and it's just not for whatever reason. But I mean, and overall, I mean, it's doing the actual content fairly well justice. That's what I felt like. Like I'm having a good time and everything because when you think about it, in the panels and whatnot, they're very much framed for that specific thing, like. In this episode, we got the Arizawa just being a badass <laughs> moment. Dude, I loved it. I because like the main thing I loved about that scene personally was you know of Eraserhead's moment at the beginning of the episode is it did it justice because of how quick it was. Yes, which that was the whole point. It was it was you you don't need that to drag out for three minutes of if him going through a mental process of what happened. It is it is as quick as it is in the manga, and I love that because that's a quick reaction that he I does. I mean, it is, but in the manga, the thing with that is just like you can do it. It's frame by frame, yeah, exactly. so it feels a lot longer than what it was, even though it is a quick shot. But there was some touch of details, like pre- the previous episode at the end of it. When you see the bullet and before it cuts off, you can see that Arizawa's already pulled yeah, the blade out. Yeah, yeah, he's already. Like, I noticed that in the last episode, he was already whipping that thing out. On this thing, it was a just quick thing of him, thing of saying, "Thank you, Rusuke. 
or not Yusuke, but Ryusai. Yeah, the dragon. And him just going, I can think about this logically. Shwink. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, we when that chapter happened, we talked about Animan Plus, you know, dancing around as much as we could. And that is just one of the most badass things that happened in this arc. Like, so, oh my God. So much even Shigaraki's just like, you are fucking amazing. Yeah, like even Shigaraki's fanboy, and he's like, you are really cool, Eraserhead. <laughs> <laughs> Just him slicing his leg off without hesitation uh, so he doesn't lose his quirk because of the situation. And, like, if he loses his quirk, or everyone's fucked. I mean, dude, it was it was awesome. It was awesome, right? And that was literally the first 30 seconds of the episode. Yeah. So it's like, oh, man, you know you're in for a banger. But, I mean, in terms of the, the series, like the season, I felt like it's been fine. Like, I've enjoyed what I'm seeing. You know, like, I feel like they've done everything really well. I feel like there's been a lot of shots that have very done very visually, you know, on a visually well. Like, for example, the Hawks and the Flames one, mm-hmm. you know, where you see them come up behind twice. Like, I thought that was sick. I mean, they've done a lot of stuff right. And now, now I will say... Going forward, literally next episode and on, there's a lot of, I feel like, key shots that you're going to hope they do correctly. I mean, so far, they've done fine. Uh, but, you know, in terms of this episode, I mean, Bakugo fans, this is our time, baby. We've been waiting for this in terms of the anime. This is it right here. This, you know, this is this is the Bakugo fan time, which shout out to the Bakugo statue. I mean, me. I know you really love this one and having the manga, the shots with it. Dude, these chapters were so good when they happened. I've been waiting for this one for a long time, you know, because, like, Bakugo's character arc throughout the entire show has honestly been a very fascinating one to follow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's not it's not the greatest thing in in animation or show history. I mean, it is up there, and for me personally, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, just the arc of it of how he has now come to terms with how he actually feels and how he has been so far understanding his life. how he's been treating Deku. Yes. And whatnot. Yes. So like, as soon as I saw like the preview. Uh, for last week, and it's just like next episode, you know, Katsuki uh, Bakugo rising. I'm like, let's go, baby. It's here. It's time. Bakugo fans stand up. Because, like, that, this episode was done so well. Shout out to, you know, um, Afro Deku getting its anime presence. Yes. Shout out to that. That was funny when that happened in the manga. Um, but, you know, this episode really focusing a lot on Bakugo and kind of his point of view on things where Shigaraki is to the point that he is where Deku is now holding Shigaraki up in the air, fighting him one-on-one because he's the only one that can. He's the only one that can hold Shigaraki in the air so he doesn't touch the fucking ground because currently at this point, Eraserhead's like knocked out, right? Yeah, Eraserhead okay. is completely Yeah, out. so cannot let Shigaraki touch the ground. That's the main thing, which then prompts all these thoughts in, in Bakugo with flashbacks of where you see like the training where you get Afro Deku, which that was, you know, it's yeah. funny. Shout out to that being canon. Uh, and then him and All Might talking about, you know, like you can't keep hiding the secret. You can't keep hiding the secret. It's going to end up, he's, he's going to keep getting more quirks and it's just, it was easy when it was just like a superpower, you know what I mean? Like strength, that was easy. Now it's just going to continue to get harder, you know, and then just him kind of opening to All Might about how he's always treated Deku and how he doesn't know if he'll get the chance to explain it. And All Might's just like, ah, you know, hopefully you'll get the chance because All Might's thinking about him and Endeavor, yeah. you know, where he he's thinking a lot about that situation to, you know, uh, Deku and Bakugo's as well. And, you know, throughout this whole process, Bakugo watching on as Deku being the sole hero attempting to fight Deku in the air, you get some beautiful animated shots, in my opinion, of Deku fighting Shigaraki in the air, which I thought was done incredibly well. Um, and then, you know, the quick thinking from these kids, you know, Bakugo and Todoroki were just like, all right, 
I'm, you know, it's like Todoroki, you know, keep him as cool, keep Endeavor as cool as you can. You know what I mean? And, you know, and, and it, it was a cool moment because it's like, it's still further emphasizing just how far these characters have come from when we were in um, season three. And, you know, pretty much all the students, for the most part, with, with the exception of the big moment of rescuing Bakugo, where they were pretty much helpless to them, you know, yeah. into the situation because, you know, they were helpless to, you know, all for one, you know, and, you know, until they did end up making the big move to save Bakugo. Like, it's like, it's just an overall character thing here where they are looking at the, you know, epitome of just pure death and destruction and being able to quickly formulate a plan where even, I don't remember his name, his name, like, Locke something. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember his name though, but you know, even he's just like, you know, no, I, I acknowledged Deku as a hero a long time ago. These kids are the same way and stuff, basically trusting in their plan, you know, to try to get Endeavor up in the air for one last, you know, plus ultra prominence burn, which, you know, I, I, I do, I really enjoyed that whole transition of where he gets off the prominence burn to where you see all for one taking over Tomura's body or Shigaraki's body. I, you know, I know Tomura's name, but Shigaraki, but, um, you know, you just see the burnt corpse yes. of Shigaraki. And just, I, I just love that stab into Endeavor, Endeavor falling back. He's like, why aren't you dead? <laughs> it's like, what are you? Um, and then you got the big climax of this whole episode of where, you know, it's like flashbacks of like, you know, when Deku, you know, reached out for Bakugo when he was in the river and stuff. And then you have flashbacks to the first episode yeah. where Deku just moved without thinking. And it was the same thing. It's like, you know, or it was like a third person thing for you know, uh, Bakugo, it's like in that moment, my body just moved on its own. And you get that nice shot of where he knocked Deku out of the way to take the stabs, whatever. Yes. So I thought this episode was awesome. I loved it. 10 out of 10, great episode. Just the like other, I love the chapter. The other thing about this episode, which was in the first half before we got into the whole Bakugo stuff, was just the starting of the small little things happening in the background that leads to our aftermath of just... True. Um, because the previous episode was the whole UA students versus yeah. the League of Villains trying to bring down uh, Machia, and it ended with Machia going into his mole form. Yeah. And we just get to see shots of a news reporter saying these cities are in danger and need to evacuate, and we just see a long trail of just nothing but dirt. Yes. And it's a long list of where they're going city after city after city after city. And we just city. see a city <laughs> that's doing their day, and they just start hearing some destruction. Yeah. Which that's one thing that the season has done so well is like this, like in terms of like watching it, uh, you know, reading it, I, I, in my opinion, reading it since you're reading it so quickly, week after week, whatever, you know, it doesn't give you the same feeling, but watching it, the anime has done such a great job as I've said this before of instilling that dread in you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where like, even though like we know what's happening, you feel that dread of like, oh man, some shit's about to happen. Like you feel that. they And that, that's what the, these past few episodes have done so well uh, in, in, my, in My Hero. Uh, but yeah, that, that's a great thing to shout out though. It's like all the, you know, the all the side stuff that's about to happen outside of Shigaraki. Because there's a lot that's about to go oh, down. Yeah. There's a lot that's about to go down outside of uh, the battle with Shigaraki. Um, and it, it's, I'm, I'm looking forward to every single bit of it. Trying to remember if the whole thing with uh, Dobby is revealed. Yeah, and is it during this? It's in this arc. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So basically, we're gonna have all the stuff with uh, Shigaraki right now. Um, you know, we're gonna get the the predecessor stuff. Um, that's gonna pop up. Uh, that'll pop up honestly probably pretty soon, like two yeah. episodes. Um, and while that's all happening, we're gonna get all the stuff with Makia, stuff with Yuraka as well. You know, because she has her yeah. thing with the one character. And then after all that, while the Shigaraki stuff is still happening, that's when 
we got the the stuff with Dobby coming in as well. There's a lot happening in this arc, man. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much happening. We get in this a lot arc. of sun backstories in this arc. Actually, you know what? I just thought about it. It goes even further because we get the return of two characters too. Yeah, we get the return of two characters that have been sidelined for a while. I can't say I can't say it out loud. I have no idea what characters you're talking about, but okay. Well, I'll, I'll shoot you a quick text, but uh, yeah, we uh, so like you know now that I'm thinking about that too, it's just like further blowing my mind, um, just how much we actually have in this arc because like you know we have the stuff with Dobby coming up, then we're gonna have the you know the the stuff with Yuraka, the stuff with Makia, the stuff that I just texted you about as well. Those two characters. We only get one. No, they both come back in this arc. Okay. All right. So wait, it's the second one I said. He comes back later, right? No, wait. Wait, which one comes back in this arc? First or second? The second. So the first one comes back later. Okay, my fault. So we get one cool return of a character. Because I was about to say, that that other character just happened in the manga not that long ago. Oh, okay, okay. That's what you're thinking of. Yes, okay, so just the second character I text you. Yes. That's the one that's coming back in this arc. That's why I was confused what you said, too. I was just like, I can think of one. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So, I mean, we have a lot going on in this arc, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love this. I love this arc. And I only know that because they've already made references to that character a couple times. This yeah, season. they did. Yeah, they did. They made a reference uh, pretty early on, like yes. season two, like episode two or three. So yeah, I mean he'll he'll be back here pretty soon, or towards the end. I mean this is a twenty four because he because he shows up with his random bullshit. I love it, <laughs> I love it, dude. It's great. As soon as I, as soon as I saw those in the manga, I'm like, oh here we go. He's one of the best characters. I wasn't about this character when he was when I first saw him. Right? Yeah. When he first came on screen, I'm like, you look fucking stupid. I don't like you. But it's the more I listen to the dude talk, I'm like, I like you. You're yeah. funny. You're cool. Uh, but yeah, 25 episodes for this season, man. We have a lot of ground to cover. I mean, yeah. We're only on episode nine right now. Yeah, we got a lot. That's the one we just covered is episode nine. So either way, it's a great time, especially for Bakugo fans. Because like, the thing is, for, for Bakugo fans out there listening to this podcast, no matter where you are, whether if you're on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, CastBox, Google, and more, you know, and you're anime only. We've got more stuff coming, Bakugo fans. We got a lot more coming. And far, honestly, I mean, I thought this was like peak. You know, I thought this was like the peak of like, oh, this is fantastic as a Bakugo fan. No, it gets better. Like I, the stuff with the uh, what 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 did you call it? The the no home academia, whatever, whatever. Oh, yeah, homeless whatever. academia. Yeah, homeless academia. <laughs> how you called that arc? Yeah. Once we get to that arc, we have we have even more. Well, that's like a whole nother season away. So. Yeah, I know. It is a whole nother season, but I'm just reminding fans here that, hey, we've got even more coming that's even better. <laughs> okay, homeless homeless academia, academia, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, as soon as that in that, that last page came up, it's just like, okay, yeah, homeless academia. All right, that's what we're about to do. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, all right. That uh, was fun while it lasted. It was. It, that was actually a fun little arc. It really was. And I enjoyed it a lot. And during that stuff, fans in the manga got two new... Um, Milfs. Yeah, there's no other. They got two. Yeah, true. <laughs> Shout out to Lady, uh, what was her name? I don't remember. Nagant. Lady Nagant. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. She had a very cool quirk. I'm not going to lie. The sniper. Whatever. I mean, she has a decent quirk. I thought it was cool. I was a big fan of that thing. I just thought it looked cool. She do be, a, she do be one of the waifus, though, in, uh, in My Hero. All right, uh, where do we want to go from here? I mean, we still got Chainsaw Man on the lineup, Bleach, Blue Lock, and Spy Family. I didn't watch Spy Family. Do you want to hit that one? I mean, I have Spy Family. So this episode, 
was the introduction of Nightfall, the other wise agent that's the partner for Twilight, Lloyd, in this. And her, more or less, everyone sees her as a cold, hard uh, agent who will do anything to get success and move up in the agency to the point where she chooses to actually go and visit the Forger family and to inspect your and try and find a way to get rid of yours so she can become Lloyd's wife for the operation. Yeah, to stand in, whatever. And it becomes a whole thing of her just being super cold and everything and Anya hearing her mind, like her just staring down um, your when she first shows up. She just knocks on the door. And you're just like, oh, hello, how are, how are you? It's like, oh, I'm Lloyd's co-worker. Your daughter came by and she left this magnifying glass. It's like, oh, thank you. Um, do you want to come in? <laughs> And then it's just a weird stare off of her being watching your all the things she's doing wrong and how she should be acting for the mission. Right. And then you're just being, oh, she's so pretty. <laughs> I don't know what to do. This is the first guest without Lloyd here. And then her, more or less the whole thing of that just picking out and then Lloyd finally shows back up and she's like, what are you doing here? They're talking in code and her just being, I'm just checking on the mission. He was like, we're not supposed to be meeting. What are you doing here? Right, right. And Anya the whole time going, oh, she's an agent. Oh, wow, they're talking a secret message. And then she just gets the... So cool. She gets the listening of, I love you, Twilight. She's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and just sees images of Nightfall trying to do everything she possibly can for Twilight so everything's done for him and he falls for her and everything and just saying that... Um, Okay, someone's saying hi. I can't tell who that is. Antonio MVP spamming hello. Uh, hey, how are you? Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day today. You could stop spamming, but All thank right. you. Oh, well. Thank you for stopping by. Hopefully you're, um, ha- hopefully you're doing well. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. But more or less, it's just a nice comical episode of her trying to remove your out. And um, Anya seeing the visions of her in love with Twilight and her being whipped into shape because Nightfall was going to have her study and plan out her entire day and make her the Stella creation machine. So now that she has been introduced, I'm telling you, I feel like we're going to get that tennis match. It's the next episode. Okay, so we are getting the tennis match this season. Okay. <laughs> the preview <laughs> happened, and I immediately went, oh, I forgot this happened. The whole underground tennis tournament. And then the last half of the episode, which was like eh, eight, ten minutes, was the conflict between Bond and Anya, because Bond killed the penguin. Do you even remember that? Killed the penguin. Oh! Yeah, her stuffed penguin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it murdered the shit. Bond murdered the shit out of the penguin. <laughs> I love Bond so much, dude. He's one of the best characters. He's just a dog. And he got a voice actor. Woof. Well, no, it's, there's actual words. What? Yes. What? Bond has a voice actor. What? So the voice actor has been saying boof actually talks this time? Yeah. Okay. What does he say? He says... Jealous, and then when Anya's reading his mind, he says like some sort of sense. I forget what it was exactly. Okay, it was a word in one sentence. I'm glad that we. Ha- I'm glad that Bond the dog has an actual voice actor. Yes. I mean, obviously he already did because he's saying "boof" all the time. But I'm glad they actually get to to talk and say something else other than "boof." So shout out to Bond. He's a great character. Ten out of ten, dude. Um, let's see. Um, let's do Blue Lock. Let's do Blue Lock, because I don't feel like there was a whole lot that happened in this episode. I feel like it was a lot of setup with just the start of the game. Because like even when I was watching the episode, 
I don't know if it felt like this for you, but I feel like the episode went by very quickly. Like, and it wasn't just because like the uh, the credits rolled very early in mm-hmm. this episode, but like when that happened, I didn't feel like I was 18 minutes in because like I'm sitting there watching. It's just a lot of build up, a lot of build up to this big game, and you know you get some insight to the characters of where you know they they have this fear. You know what I mean? Where it's just like this could be it. This could be. Well, the- I mean that's how it was in the manga too. It was yeah, fairly it was. quick. Yeah, I actually did start reading the manga. Oh, did you? Yes, I've got to the first selection. That's as far as I've got right now. So the stuff we're currently doing? I've gotten past this ge- this game. So you're in the second selection. I suppose. I got to the one where you get to all the remain remaining teams came in and met each that's other. That's the second selection. That's that's where I stopped. First selection's what's currently happening. Yes. So I got I got to I got that's where I stopped, yeah. But I did I did start reading it. But you know, for this episode it was just uh, again a lot of build up leading up to this game. It was against what team V, I think. Yes. Uh, which has like you know the three top player or really the number one top player uh, in this in the was it the uh, what what is what was their building name is it D building D building five building five building five yeah so it's like the top player in building five like the highest ranked player the player with the most goals and stuff uh, and it's just, you you get to see the fear in everyone of where it's just like hey, if we don't win this we're going home you get to see uh, I have his name here. Morrow. Uh, Igarashi, the Krillin characters, I like to call him, where he's talking about, you know, uh, you know, the blue lock was his last chance to get into soccer. If not, he's going to take over the temple and stuff like that. Well, this episode was really good for just showing that this is their final shot because they managed yes, to win. It. Yes. They managed to get out that draw. So it's either it's do or die time. They either win this match or they don't go on and only Kion, who betrayed them in the previous uh, match, goes on. So it's, it is a nice episode that really kind of encompasses how. Each of them are feeling going into this last game, knowing this is their last shot. It's all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And even the point where Ego comes up and she's like, so yeah, all y'all's shots just been real lucky. And what y'all need is the formula to be able to make those shots consistent. Yes. And having, in which we have that nice interaction between uh, Igarashi, Isagi. Isagi. Isagi and Baro. And Baro just fucking stomping Isagi. Yeah, just dunking on his face. <laughs> But the, you know him dunking on his face is helping Isagi, where it's basically showing Isagi how, like Boro, for example, has his formula. Yeah, you know what I mean, where he has his range of how he knows how and where he can make goals consistently. Because I mean, like that's that's a great point that Ego brought up is that every goal they've had has been lucky. You know what I mean? It's, it just, it's just happened. Been coincidence. Yeah, exactly. So like you know they need to get that formula down. Um, and then you know we we come you know and we also get the we also do get the uh, where it's addressed with um, the traitor uh, Koron. Kuan. Yeah, Kuan. Is, is it Kuan? Kuan. Kuan. We'll call him Kuan. All right. Uh, well, we do get that address as well. Which is like, don't you do a damn thing, or I'll whoop your ass, whatever. And he's just like, I wasn't planning on doing anything anyway. You guys are gonna lose, and I'm the top scorer. Uh, which then has uh, Kunigami basically saying, it's just like, I'm going to get more points than you in a single game. <laughs> and then we, did we get the backstory for Ryo and Nagi in this? Yes. Yes, we yeah. did. Yeah, because those are the, the characters from Team V, and you get the uh, you basically the breakdown from um, uh, Ryo or Neo. Is it Neo or Ryo? It's Ryo. Ryo, where he was like, wait, hold on. I'm mixing up the characters. Is Ryo the... the Purple rich, hair. The, the rich kid. Yes. Okay. So Rio's, you know, the the rich kid who's get, had everything handed to him. You know, he can get whatever he wants, but like, you know, he didn't really come to a, a full conclusion of like what does he want until he watched soccer, saw like the World Cup title and everything. Also, shout out to the World Cup. 
uh, I sent you that joke. Yeah, you sent me that yeah, article. I, I sent you the joke where like Japan got a big dub in the World Cup. I'm like, oh, look at that. Ego's plan is working. Ego's <laughs> doing something. <laughs> it's working. Shout out to that. You but, just see a player whose name is Isagi. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's actually funny. Uh, while, while you were talking, I had Twitter pulled up to see if anything had popped up. And uh, Japan and Spain, I think, are going on right now. And I think Japan's winning. Because I think I think I think the meme that I saw, in fact, was a blue lock meme that one of these anime accounts that I followed shared. Uh, so I thought that was kind of funny. What would that be if, when the blue lock anime in Japan happens to win a World Cup, dude? That would be hilarious. <laughs> that would that would turn blue lock to me from fiction to nonfiction. Blue lock's <laughs> actually a thing, and we just don't know about it. You know, this anime is to depict what is actually happening over in Japan right now. They're just imprisoning a bunch of high school students. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, you get the background of uh, of uh, you know Rio, where it's like you know, he finally finds something that he wants, but his parents won't let him play soccer because it's like. Well, it's not that they won't let him; it's just they tell him don't do it. Yeah, have more uh, accomplishable ideals. Yeah. Because there's because as far as like there's some people who are talented to go pro, and they're very few, and you're going into it late. Yeah, exactly. So it's like just don't do that, and you know, um, you know, just be a successful businessman. Just do that. <laughs> yeah. So we have Rio and Nagi. Rio being sort of the uh, plan maker. Nagi being the main scorer, and then we have Sarugi, who's an idiot. He tr- he's the other scorer. Yeah, the the, the glasses. Yeah. Yeah, he tries to be smart, but he's an idiot. Sorry, I am distracted by the World Cup memes now because, like, the first thing I came across is, like, listen, I may be Spanish, but Japan really did just go full-ass blue lock. Blue lock is real. And they have a <laughs> clip from the Spain versus Japan game where they basically went, like, blue lock mode and got a goal. <laughs> I'm telling you. All right, this conv- I'm convinced blue lock is a, is a nonfiction manga. I'm convinced now. Blue lock is real. As I'm just scrolling through now because as, as you were talking, I look over at the trending, I noticed trending in the United States, blue lock with over 60,000 tweets. I'm oh like, God. Okay, so yeah, this is involving this is involving the World Cup, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, here's one where it's like Blue Lockman like a, uh, watching his sales skyrocket after every Japan game in the World Cup and it's ego like this. <laughs> I'm, yes! <laughs> like, if Japan wins a World Cup, I forget the art author's name of Blue Lock, but they are going to be fucking swimming in it. Yes, they're going to be swimming in money because Blue Lock is going to pop off and sells like a Tokyo Revengers. Oh man! I mean, it's not even going to be that. It's going to be like World Cup champions blue lock shit. Yes, exactly, exactly. It's like just scrolling through all these memes. Because Japan right now. is very good about wanting to put an anime and stuff with other nationality yes. things to bring to create that nationalism. Yes, here I'll bring it over to you as well, so you can take a quick look. Like, you know, the blue lock manga kid right now is just a dude <laughs> laying in money. You know this. This is the one I was just talking about. The blue lock is real. <laughs> like this, this is Twitter right now. Blue lock is real. They got the dub. Do we got a browser set up? Uh, I know, but I can make it set up real quick. Uh, if you want to continue to talk about uh, mm. Nagi, introduction to him. I mean, yeah, more or less. So, yeah, Rio, rich kid, he's getting everything he wants until he. For sees. everyone watching, I am going to switch scenes to get it set up, but Zach's going to continue talking. Yes. So he more or less he happens to see a soccer game and sees the World Cup and he gets this thing of I want that and that's when it brings up the whole thing of his father telling him no only talented people yada 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 he doesn't want to give up but his school soccer team is pretty crap and then um 
he just happens to run into Nagi, who's just chilling on some stairs playing a phone game. He runs into Nagi. Nagi drops his phone and jumps off the stairs to catch the phone with his foot and then sits back down on the bottom of the stairs like nothing happened. He's like, oh, I'm not dead. Oh, I died. And then for the rest of it, Ryo just more or less bullies Nagi into playing soccer with him because he's just like, let's play soccer together. And I'm like, well, is it hard? Give me money. You're the rich kid, right? Give me money. But I don't want to work or do anything hard. And he's just like, well, you can be a pro. You can do it. And like, is it hard work? Well, yeah. Well, I don't want to do it. Give me money. I don't want to do any work uh, and everything. And it doesn't really go into it, but more or less, uh, Rio probably just bullied Nagi to play soccer with him. Hey, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> and they ended up in Blue Log, and then we got the start of the match after all everyone's jitters and fears and whatnot. It starts the match, and we get the opening of them um, playing. Team V's on the attack, and... Uh, more or less runs the play. Team Zed tries to counterattack. They block him off, get the ball, and try and score. And I forget his name. Gagamaru goes for a goal and misses it. Mm-hmm. And Rio sees it's like, Nagi, let's do that. And they just yeah, he re- gets interested in something, yeah. And he just redoes it, and Nagi catches it and immediately scores. And he's just like, I don't know why y'all oh, couldn't do that i don't know why you couldn't do that That was really easy and just the way that he caught it too where he just like makes the ball stop on his foot as he like yes. reaches out like yeah that was a, that's a sick shot and he just perfectly scores like no big deal and um yeah it's just like yeah i don't know why you guys couldn't do that that was really easy which is further like setting the the mindset for all of team z where it's just like how far they are from from this dude in terms of skill like this guy's on a different level yeah sort of vibe is the whole thing that we're trying to imitate here um, I mean, I, I mean that portion of it was 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 sick, and it makes me very pumped for the next episode. But that was like literally like the last like three minutes. Yeah, like, it, like I'm telling you, most of this episode was a lot of set, good setup, good good setup, but a lot of setup. You know, because it's just all like into the mindset of all of our characters and kind of how they're feeling going into this game. So I'm ready. For, I'm, I'm excited for the next episode because reading now that I've read it up to at least this point, whatever, I'm, I'm going to continue to read it more because I, w- I want to end up adding it to our chapter lineup. How far are you? Are you caught up? Or are you? Still- I still haven't gone back. I finished the okay. second selection, and they're currently in a third selection now. Okay. Well, I, I would like to get it, like, on our chapter ratings because I want to get more Weekly Shonen Magazine on there just because, you know, we've lost uh, we lost one, and I uh, want to get more. R.I.P.? Uh, yeah, Rip Tokyo Avengers. Eh, uh, never mind. <laughs> not R.I.P.? But how it ended, I mean. We talked about that last week. Yeah, if you haven't checked it out yet and you don't care about spoilers, we would 1 million percent appreciate you going and checking out episode 94, uh, which is a full-blown spoiler cast, almost two hours long of us talking about Tokyo Avengers, everything after the season one. I, I enjoyed that episode a lot. That was I mean, a lot of fun. It was an enjoyable we cast. Need to, we, need to, we need to do some stuff like that more. Because one thing I was wanting to do, and me and you, we've talked about this before for all shows, like, you know, for Spark Bark, Game Static, Animan Plus, is that we really need to do like some more topic stuff and just keep it in the back pocket, you know, and just post it whenever we want kind of thing. Just kind of back pocket some stuff. We could have had a hunt episode 100 this year if we did that. Yeah, I know. Oh, well, we're, gonna, we're actually going to be pretty close. 99 is what we're ending 2022 on. We're so close. And honestly, for episode 100, I still don't know what we're doing. Like, I, I pitched you the idea, and I, I'll tell you this up front. The idea that I pitched you, we are 1 million percent doing it. Fuck. It's just a matter of when. Like, I don't know if we'll end up doing it for 100. You know what I mean? Because that, that is an idea that I wish I would have thought of like three months ago. <laughs> like, I feel like we're way too under the gun right now. 
to I, yes. I I started putting a list together and I, I spent like thirty seconds on it and I only got I I, I got for like tw- you know what we can do for series. episode one hundred what we can do a spoiler cast on Dragon Quest no yes. no Dragon Quest is done I never want to hear that name again you know speaking of that I was listening I was just driving whatever listening to to music on YouTube and it's just going through stuff whatever I I listen to all different things on YouTube where there would be like you know the bands that I like you know where there would be like you know OSTs from shows and stuff. I'm just scrolling through. It's just a random ass mix. And what the fuck happens to me? It pops up Dragon Quest OST. Yes. And I got so <laughs> pissed. It's because of uh, Yuki Hayashi did some. Oh, okay. That's why. That's why it popped up. Because, like, I, I mean, I didn't, I guess. Like, for Adventure. Of, yes. Okay. Yeah. Because I was about to say, the Dragon Quest game soundtracks are actually pretty good. No, it was Adventure of Die, the anime that you finished. <laughs> Yuki Hayashi did something. So, because of that, it popped up. And I looked over at my phone and I saw I saw that fucking die and I'm like no, and I hit <laughs> I hit skip. Next one was also from the AOST. Yes. I'm like no, skip again. Next one was I'm like why I've never looked up the OSTs. Why did I get three in a row of the Dragon Quest Adventure die OST? Why why is this a thing? Oh man, made me very upset. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see. Oh, well, I guess I'll hit Chainsaw Man real quick. I mean the last two years, buddy. Oh yeah, Chainsaw Man and Bleach. Oh, I mean, that's fine. I mean, I basically threw the ball to you at the beginning, so <laughs> so I'll, I'll finish this off here the best I can. That is uh, all right. So Chainsaw Man, uh, first part of the episode picks us up from the end of the last one where Dingy's going to potentially get laid. Uh, so when it picks up this time with uh, Hima, Him, Himino, yeah, Himino, or it picks you know the eye patch lady, eye patch lady. I think it's Himino, uh, where it picks up with her. Basically bringing Dingy home, but so you see it from her point of view this time, versus when you know the last episode was from Dingy's point of view. So basically, she brings home flop. You know where they she falls walking through. Isn't the door. she like super drunk? Yeah, they're both wasted. okay. That's Wait. what I thought. She's mega drunk. Dingy's like hyper hungover, but you know and still pretty drunk as well. But he's more so like just kind of coming to his head spinning that sort of vibe. So, like, <laughs> you get to see when they walk in the door, her just, like, collapse to the ground with Dingy. So, that's funny. Drops him off to the bed, goes in the room to get a drink, goes in the kitchen to get a drink. Has no idea Dingy's even there at this point. It's been maybe 30 seconds since she dropped him on the bed. And she just hears Dingy wake up making noise. And she's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I left a man in my bed. Yeah. It goes in there, basically gets gets on top of him. And she's like, Dingy, why are you in my house? And she's like, Oh, yeah, I probably brought you here, didn't I? (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, whispers in his ears, like, you want to do it? (laughs) You want to have sex? And it brings us to this episode where Dingy's is, like, super kind of unsure because he is thinking about, like, you know, I wanted my first kiss to be with Makuma, and this chick puked down my throat, which also shot the last week's episode of the puke that fully censored it for the episode. And, dude, that was, like so funny for the anime like you know it was funny for the manga sure but watching it you know animated and everyone's like reaction in terms like you hear the voices and just how quick it snaps around the room yeah is hilarious because like right when it happens right you see it immediately starts from you know makima's point of view where she's just like oh my and then it goes to someone else, you know, after the puke starts and they start like starting to puke. Someone else has a reaction. It brings to the random dude. He's just like in the most monotone way. Well, that's quite traumatic. And it's just like the like, boom, 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 just quick shots around the room. And it was honestly just hilarious. How you doing, Aiden? Welcome to the stream. We appreciate you. Thanks for stopping by. Be a friend. Tell a friend if you could. Uh, but no, it was it was hilarious. Just the quick shots. Oh, my puke. Ah, well, that's quite traumatic. Fucking killed me. Uh, but anyway, so it brings us back to the room, right? 
And then she's, you know, thinking about it. And she's like, man, I really wanted my first kiss to be at Makima. And this bitch puked down my throat. It's like, ah, do I really want my first time to be with her? You know, he's you're sitting there really debating about it. He's like, I really want to, you know, get with Makima or whatever. But immediately after that, he, you just see him, like, blush. He's like, yes. <laughs> like, let's fuck. <laughs> you know, I already know how this ends, but how much of a difference is it serious you think if Denji finally accomplished his goal right here? Oh, he finally just gets laid and gets yeah. everything that he wants. Oh, dude, he probably won't be motivated anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just like, the series would have just ended right yeah. there. It probably would have ended. Yeah, he, he would have had no motivation to continue. He's just like, keep All in right, mind well, in the manga, in the manga now, he still hasn't gotten laid. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> How you doing, Starfire Winter Wolf? Welcome to the stream. Appreciate you for stopping by. Uh, but yeah, no, yeah, oh, it would have been, been done. That would have been it. It'd been it'd been game over. Um, but we would have never got anything else. Nope, no, nothing else. He would have lost all motivation. I'm doing. We're doing phenomenal. Hopefully, you're doing well. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Just talking about some uh, beautiful anime here. Currently, we're on Chainsaw Man. We've already chatted about like My Hero and Gundam to Your Eternity, Blue Lock, and uh, Spy Family. Is that all we've chatted about so far? Sure. To Your Eternity as well. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Just chatting about some Chainsaw Man right now. Uh, but, you know, as in the, in the process of, like, while she's, like, starting to strip him down and stuff, you know, getting down and dirty, you know, we're basically getting a porno here. Uh, you know, she, <laughs> she gets down to his pants, and she and you, she finds a, a sucker in his pocket. Lollipop, right? And you, <laughs> Wait, yeah, what? Yeah. She finds, she's like, why is this in your pocket? And we get, a flat, we get a flashback to when they were still at the bar just earlier where Dingy's standing outside and just, like, very, very, like, Hung over, whatever. Makima kind of comes up to him. They start. He starts chatting about how his first kiss was ruined because she puked down his throat and stuff. Oh, and I'm starting to remember. Yeah, this now. yeah. And then Makima is the one that gave him the the sucker. She's like, "Well, here's your first, you know, indirect kiss. You know, it's just like you know." And then after that, it just immediately brings us back. Yeah, he and I was on the bed, completely just passed out, and then she's laying on the floor, just staring at the sucker. <laughs> doesn't she end up puking on him again? Uh no, okay. no, she doesn't end up puking on him again. You know what's the bad thing is, I've read this series. Yep. But because of what Chainsaw Man is, it's a giant haze. It is, dude. <laughs> like, And honestly, that's been one of the most entertaining parts of watching the anime for me, who's read the entire series, and I'm up to date on... Or mostly up to date. I don't think I read this past week's chapter now I think about it. But oh, you, shit, you missed something. Oh, uh, was it really good? We'll get to it. Okay, we'll get, we'll get to the chapter ratings here soon. Okay, okay. But, uh, you know, pretty much I've, I've experienced Chainsaw Man to its fullest, right? I this is all a blur to me. <laughs> like this, this is all a blur, and that's the thing that I love about the show because I've seen a lot of people say that on Twitter, where it's just like the best thing about being a Chainsaw Man fan is like you don't remember any of this is happening. It's all no. just a giant, giant like fever dream. <laughs> oh man, how you how you guys so underrated? You guys deserve more subs. Just saying, I appreciate that. We're trying, we're growing, and I'll tell you one area that we fall short on is we do not utilize TikTok. <laughs> that is something we need to do. That's on me. Hey, I mean, this is a plus. We've gone. This is the first time we've gone live with the show, and we've already gotten at least two other, two, three other people in here. Yeah, so that's a, that's a plus. Yeah, because yeah, keep in mind this is the first time we've done you know you know Animan Plus Live. So shout out to that. We have two other live shows too that we do every week with Game Setic and Terrible Football Show. So we're we're doing a lot of different things right now. We're busy. We're busy. Keep trying. I don't use TikTok either. I'm telling you, I don't either, but I know I need to. <laughs> that is my weakness. I know I need to. I'm very, very aware of this. We'll get there eventually. I'm working on it, man. <laughs> I promise I'm working on it. Oh, well. We're trying to figure out plans, okay? We're trying to figure out plans. Uh, but anyway, uh, so the, the second half of this episode, which actually you watched with me. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I tried to finish the show all day today, and the Crunchyroll app was literally not working at all. Uh, in the slightest. I'll be honest. I, I, finished, I finished the second half today with you. I feel that because like that whole fight happened with the 
doesn't even does he ever get a name no, other than I'm, saber? No, he doesn't. But it's a it's essentially like it's like Chainsaw Man, but with swords. Like he's got the same sword out of his head, the same sword. It looks like Chainsaw Man, but with swords. But I've got to admit, you see him in the opening too. Yeah, I got to yeah. admit though, because this is the first time I've watched anything Chainsaw Man. Because I've been just leaving it to you. You have. Yeah. <laughs> um, that whole ramen shop scene was very well done. Yeah, it was. Because like. I remember, okay, I vaguely remember reading it in the <laughs> manga. Um, and it's, it was just that sort of thing of I read through it and it sort of hit, but right. the whole setup, atmosphere, the fact that the guy was talking and everyone's just ignoring him eating ramen yeah, yeah. and dumplings, <laughs> it was just a very nice setup leading up to his whole reveal of, I've heard the gun de- devil's looking for your heart. Yeah, just the, just the random drop. It's like, wait, what, what, what did he say? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that whole scene just itself was done very well and just shots the whole atmosphere of it using uh, the character who's actually mainly talking versus just the regular sounds of them eating right, and yeah. chopsticks and everything. It was done very well, very cinematic of, I know, I've, I have seen the opening and all the references to other movies. Oh my God, it, so many. <laughs> it gave me feel it, similar thoughts and when I was viewing some of those scenes from some of those films, it offshoots yeah and you know when it comes to the opening i I think i've said this before on the episodes one of my if if for someone that hasn't watched chainsaw man i'm telling you just just go watch the opening and it it won't necessarily tell you like a whole lot what's going to happen in the show but you get the idea that the show's a giant fever dream (laughs) like that's like that's the point is that you get the idea that this entire show is just an absolute just uh, uh a train ride. All right. I mean, it's the show that like that that manga is what literally gave us the effect that we use to this day of what the f- like that uh, that effect that we made was because of Chainsaw Man chapters because it reached a point in Chainsaw Man where every single week of chapters was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> like, <laughs> like what is going on right now <laughs> dude Chainsaw Man's a trip dude. Uh, I was okay with it. That it became a fever dream. It, dude, it did. It did. But uh, the second half of this episode, you know, you get some combat there with, like, I guess the sword man. I, I don't know. A saber man. I, I don't know. Like, I would just call him a saber devil. Yeah, saber devil, whatever. You get to see Aki use his sword, so that's pretty cool, as well as, like, the cursed devil. You know, you get to kind of see that involved as well. Uh, and then you also get to see everyone's favorite uh, waifu get wrecked. Uh, Himino. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, 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 yeah, the eye patch chick. Yeah, you see her get wrecked by like the big snake from the other character that pops up. I mean, it was an entertaining episode. I'll give it that. It's Chainsaw Man. It's gonna be. It's gonna be entertaining. It's gonna keep you on the edge of your seat. I really enjoyed the episode before too. You know, because the last couple of weeks, of course, we've uh, was it two weeks that we were off or just the one? Just the one? Okay, yeah, just the episode. Yeah, just for ninety four. It's right. Uh, the, the episode that came out that week was when you know finishing up all the hotel stuff, whatever. That was that was a very good episode. That was that was cool because it was like. You know, you see Dingy basically jump down there where you know, he came back. was like, oh, I'm not going down easy, whatever. And you see him slicing everything up. You know, you see everyone kind of left aside. And then uh, you get like a next shot of where I think it was. Uh, I think it was, might have been Aki kind of. No, it wasn't Aki. I mean, it might have been, been Power him, you know, kind of like waking up, whatever. It's just like, how long has he been at? Oh, he's been fighting for three days. <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah. dumb. Yeah, he's been fighting that devil in the hotel for three damn days, dude. Uh, and I, I also just love how that ended too, where he ended up getting, you know, the final shot on the devil's, you know, like it's heart, whatever, because of how quick it was of, he's just like, oh, you're already done. It's like, I can keep going. I can go all day. And then he kills him. And then it's immediately everyone standing outside the hotel, you know, just tired and exhausted. Yes. Just a quick transition. I thought that was great. You get no actual finish to the whole thing where you see everything come back normal. It's just like, oh, I can go all day. I can keep going. And then boom, they're standing outside. <laughs> It was great. Chainsaw Man's a trip, man. Chainsaw Man's a trip. 
Uh, we'll finish off with Bleach here, episode eight of Thousand Year Blood War, uh, which I think is kind. You know, it's coming to a cl- its close for its first part. Yeah, for its first part. Yeah, of it's uh, thirteen episodes. Thirteen episodes. Uh, so we are definitely coming to the close. And like I said earlier on in the show, uh, there is going to be. Uh, some sort of bleach announcement coming here in like a week. Um, don't know what it's going to okay. be, but like I said, it should be probably something involving part two and when it's I coming. assume the announced date. Yeah, exactly. So this was a just a huge recap, like not, not a huge recap, but a huge aftermath episode, right? Because obviously a lot of shit just happened. A lot of shit just happened where the Soul Society got completely wrecked by the Quincy's. You know, you get this... <laughs> Like, completely wrecked. <laughs> completely and brutally. I'm sorry, I just have to look at Twitter. I don't know what's happening. It's just someone cosplaying as Chainsaw Man on a stage. Looks like I, a saw yeah, I, saw I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. fucking fails off the stage. <laughs> I saw that earlier, man. Oh, that shit. was That was funny. That was like, that was just kind of floating there on my Twitter for a while, and I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, doing like, like, oh, like a little stage walk, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I saw that. That was great. Uh, but yeah, this is just a huge aftermath episode. You know, obviously Ichigo got wrecked in true uh, Bleach fashion, you know, as Bleach goes. So that announcement's coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, not in a week. Oh, shit. All right. Well, we got to pay attention to that, I guess. I guess I'll retweet it at Animen Podcast on Twitter, so make sure to give us a follow. We'd definitely appreciate that. Um, but yeah, a big aftermath episode, man. Like, you get to see kind of Soul Society picking up its pieces. You know what I mean? You get the confirmation that um, Kapachi and um, uh, Bakia is still alive. So that's that's obviously a big dub there. You get to see basically all the captains kind of coming to terms with what happened, where, you know, uh, Yamoto is, you know, no longer alive, you know, and they couldn't find the body and stuff. And you, you kind of see where the tensions are really high, where you see, like, the second... Uh, the second cap- captain kind of lose her shit. Um, Su Fang, you kind of see her lose her shit whenever um, you know the guy comes in to tell him that Kampachi and them's alive. You know, bringing good news, but at the same time they're still trying to deal with the fact that they lost. You know, the head, the the, the head captain. You know, it's just like you know, you know, it, it it is just a lot of everyone coming to terms with what just happened. Also, shout out to um, Khan. You know, he made his reappearance. Oh, completely forgot he was a character. I mean, yeah, he's just he's there somewhere but in the universe the, and at the, all times. The, and you know, the best part is, even in this episode, um, he even had like he was just there, right? You know, where uh, Ichigo, yeah, yeah, I'll follow up. Right. Yeah, Ichigo was talking to like the scientist dude, whatever, and you know, you uh, you know, the head captain, and you just oh, okay, you just see gotcha. uh, his a door open behind him, and Khan just running from people and people chasing him. Ichigo's like. Con, this is where you've been? So it, it was funny. Uh, Becca, my favorite Bleach character. So uh, that's actually that's actually pretty tough. Um, I hate to be basic, but I am actually I actually really enjoy uh, Ichigo's character quite a bit for a few different reasons. But I like Rukia a lot. Uh, Rukia is pretty sick. But uh, can't go wrong with Kimpachi, of course. He's awesome. Um, I mean, I'd just go straight Udahara. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's my pick. I love Uhara. Uhara's fantastic. Uhara's just troll. Dude, he, even in this episode, he got to make his, his great reappearance as he always does. Yeah, you know what? That's my answer. Uh, Uhara. Yeah, I got, uh, that'd probably be my answer. Sorry to influence that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you got to help remind me of things. Got to help remind me of things. Because, you know, Becca, if I'm going to be very, very transparent for you, okay? Very tra- I like to be very transparent on the show. 
Bleach is a very good series. I'm watching it, whatever. But I just like really started to experience Bleach this just this year. Like I watched it back in the day, right? When it was on like Adult Swim and stuff. Like when it was first airing before it ever got canceled and shit or tsunami. Right. I've watched it before, but like leading up to Thousand Year Blood War, I sat down and read the entire manga up to this arc to prepare for this arc. Uh, and it's kind, of, it's kind of the same realm for me as One Piece. Like, I finally dove into One Piece when we started this podcast. I read 940 chapters in two weeks. And I still didn't get caught up. I was like 40 chapters behind. And I got so burnt, I couldn't do it. Couldn't finish those last 40 to catch up. So, yeah, it, 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 was, a, it was a rush of chapters in a very short amount of time for me. Uh, but yeah, probably uh, Orhara. I, I like him a lot. I like I like troll characters. Troll characters, especially troll characters that are just like insanely strong. That's my vibe. I mean, honestly, mine. I'm not watching Bleach currently right now, but mine would be Udahara, Chad. Chad is cool too. And then, um, oh, it's been so long. I can't remember his name anymore. Um, I don't think of it like here in like five minutes or something. What what what's his like? Is he got a certain position? Because I have like all the names right here. It's it's not it's actually is it a the captain no or, okay it is actually from the Zompak Toe arc um mm. the bald headed guy's uh Bonkai spirit form got I don't it. know why I always I, 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 I enjoyed I that character <laughs> I can't I, I can't don't know why but I did <laughs> I've got nothing man I'm sorry <laughs> I got nothing uh, but uh, one of the one of the massive uh, one of the massive takeaways uh, for this episode though is you get the introduction to Squad Zero, and that's a thing. Yeah, I I forgot this is a thing. So okay, I can also say this from what I read of the Thousand Year Blood War arc. Right, okay. this episode is officially my cutoff. I have no clue what happens after this. Like in the, this episode, like, okay, yeah, yeah, the, I got the, you. The, the events that ended this episode. This is officially my cutoff where I, this is where I stopped reading. So I have no idea what's coming after this. So it'll be fun. It'll, it'll be fun. It'll be entertaining. Yeah, it will, it'll be very entertaining. Because I was already, I, I was telling you before we started, I was already confused about one thing that popped up, right? Where if I, where I told you, man, if I would have watched the show, I would have known who that oh, was. Yeah, because yeah, I would have known the voice, but I didn't know who it was because I haven't watched it, whatever. Um, all right. Hey, have a good night. Uh, it's midnight where Rebecca is, so hopefully you have a wonderful night. You have uh, a wonderful evening. I just read some Death Note and My Hero Academia manga. That's really it. Other than that, watching anime. So that's fair. Both hey. both great mangas. Hey, both good starts, too. Yeah, that, that is very good starts. You know, Come back anytime. We'll give you a full recommendation list of a lot of shows. Start with 86. <laughs> Don't shake your head at me, Zach. 86 I mean, it's is a good series, yeah. but 86 is phenomenal. you push it hard now? I love 86. Where's my, where, where's my wood on? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we got to get the wood on. Of the Undertaker symbol. Shout out to my contractor, Buddy Green, with Quality Construction. So cool. Love 86. Shit is awesome. Anyway, uh, but yeah, you get introduction to Squad Zero, and I forgot about Squad Zero leading into this episode. So when it's like, oh yeah, it's like, okay, these characters. I don't remember the characters though. Because I again, don't know anything about this. So. Yeah, so the characters, like, bro, memes. Nothing but memes. And I'm here for it. Like okay. even when they came down to introduce, like getting introduced to them, it was it was a fresh introduction to the characters for a lot of our captains too, right? Okay. Like only a couple of the captains I have, like know these characters, and they and Squad Zero knows them. Like um, you know, for example, Shinji. You know, of course the yeah. guy. You know, uh, the guy from the um, the arc arc whatever. Uh, you, you know, he being a captain, a former captain, you know, once upon a time as well. Like even he didn't know what to expect. Like he just knew, like, oh man, it's Squad Zero. You know, it's like, oh man, they're you know the the five of them. 
you know, outclass all 13 of us combined. You know, like, you know, that that's just how strong they are. And they just come down, a bunch of memes. Like, okay, so I saw a picture earlier that depicted it so well and it made me laugh my ass off. I don't remember two of them that they had, two of the, the images they had on there, but basically the five images they had. They had uh, Wario as an example <laughs> of one of the characters. They had a Yakuza character as another example of one of the characters. Big Mom from One Piece is another example of one of the characters, and then just two other people. And it's, it, they're just like... Uh, uh, they're just a ragtag group. Okay. Like right when you like you get introduced to him because like the 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 yakuza like character that they're referencing, he has like super long long hair. Like picture like um so like a pompadour. Like a massive pompadour. <laughs> like that's probably like four feet long. So like the shaman king character. Yes. Yes. Okay. Like the shaman king character. Thank you. Yes. Just like that. You know. Just a, and he's just like all up. He's like trademark like douchebag all up in your face about stuff. Right, you have like the Wario character who's like super nice about things, whatever. You know, this is kind of really straight to the point. You know, you get to see like the the big mom s character as the okay. meme uh, reference it, where he, she actually knew Shinji once upon a time, and Shinji's like, "Wait a minute, you're wow, you have changed." <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the the Yakuza s character, which I'm drawing. I need to get these names on my chart here. I have a chart that I go by for names because I'm horrible at remembering names. In manga and anime and IRL, I'm just gonna be real. Um, just bad with names in general. Forever, Mister Sure. <laughs> Forever, Mister Sure from Platinum Man. Correct. Uh, but yeah, even he approached like um, you know uh, Unahana, you know the the, yeah. four, the fourth uh, captain, the the healer. Where she's like, "Have you been putting uh, all the healing stuff that I taught you to good use?" You know, so basically, he's the one that taught her. Oh shit, okay. And even like you know, as we saw in like the episode before, you know, she's uh, actually like from the original Gotai Thirteen, so she's been around for a while, right? Um, where she's just like, yes, yeah, been putting. You know, she's like, oh, really? Then why do you have all these people you can't heal, huh? And he's like, just staring <laughs> his head to the side, just flexing, just on mean mugging, yeah, just being an asshole about it. <laughs> and you know, keep on, everyone's here right now. Like each goes here, the scientist dudes here, everyone's here, and all the Gotai Thirteen and stuff. And uh, you know, even the like the the bald dude, whatever. He looks at each. Oh, so you're Ichigo Kurosaki. Hey, you're coming with us. It's just like, wait, what? It's like, yeah, you're gonna come up here. You're coming to the royal palace with us. It's like, wait, hold on. Now. And you know, then you see like uh, the other character kind of come up with like four pods with her, and she has um, you know um, Bakuya. Renji and Rukia all passed out, and Unha was just like, "Oh, so you're just taking my patients to whatever that you know without my permission." It's like, "Well, you can't heal them. We're taking them with us." And uh, the scientist dude looks in the other pod. He just sees <laughs> he sees Ichigo's broken uh, Zongpakuto, and he's like, "Oh, so yeah, you just went to my lab without permission, huh?" And the chick's like, "Well, it wasn't that hard. I just went to the door and it opened. <laughs> it's like it really wasn't that hard." And he's just like, "That is so rude. Stay out of my lab." Uh, Ichigo ends up agreeing with them to go because his main thing is like. What can I do with my sword? And they, they say... You know what I, this rings up for me? What? A lot of people get kidnapped in Bleach. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people get kidnapped Even in Bleach. Even if it's willingly, but still. Yes, exactly. Each guy ends up will, you know, willingly goes with them because they basically say, well, hey, you know, once a Zongpakuto is broken, like in its bond... Once a Bonkai is broken, it, it's, it can never be repaired. Up front. Like, every, that, that was one of the themes of this episode. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but it's like, hey, if you come to the Royal Palace with us, we can make you one that's going to, like, basically be similar. Basically get a new one. Which, that happens a lot in the show. <laughs> that happens a lot in the show. So, you know, you, you see Ichigo go with them. They're up at the Royal Palace. You get to kind of see the Royal Palace and stuff like that. Um, 
not a lot kind of happened from there. They get the hot tub, that and that. Once we got to the hot tub, that's where I was like, okay, I remember this. This is as far as I got. Yeah, it's like a healing hot tub because the Yakuza dude just throws the three of you know the three injured people in there, and each go starts yelling at them because they start bleeding while they're passed out underwater in a hot tub. And dude's like, oh, it's healing them. Shut the fuck up and get in. <laughs> like you just you know be quiet. I really like that. I really like that character too. That character is pretty sick because like uh, you know even whenever. Um, uh, you know, they were, you know, again, talking to all the Gotai 13, just talking shit to them and stuff, where it's just like, you know, hey, I, I think it was the second captain, because she, she's, she's a newer one, right? Because, yeah. you know, you had the other chick who was a captain for a long time. Yorichi. Yeah, so she's kind of newer, and she's, like, straight just talking mad shit. Yeah, Soifong, I think, is the youngest captain. Yeah, so she's talking mad shit to, to the Squad Zero about it, whatever, about, like, oh, so now you come down after everything's destroyed and blah, blah, and the dude's like, hey, Fuck off. You're supposed to protect this. We protect it up there. You have your job. You fucked up. We don't. Piss off. I'm like, I like these guys. <laughs> <laughs> they are very to the point. I'm here for it. Like, I like this. Uh, but, it, I mean, it was, it was a solid episode. Like I said, it was a big aftermath episode. That That's the whole point. We had a lot of destruction, a lot of carnage, a lot of death. So, I mean, like, you know, there is a lot of aftermath to kind of follow up with some nice character introductions. I thought it was done very well. I really enjoyed it. Uh, favorite episode of the week? My Hero. My Hero. Here we go, baby. Baco fans, stand up. We're having a good time right now. All right, let's let's uh, let's get to the chapter ratings for the week, and we can wrap up the show beautifully. This is actually a little bit longer of a show today, isn't it? Yeah, hour 30. Look at that. Here we go. I already knew we were running long. Yeah. Well, I mean, first live episode, you know, a lot to go over. Uh, what did Josh text me about? Nothing important yep. other than trying to get rid of the pillow. Yeah, it wasn't anything important. Anyway. <laughs> That's mean. I'm sorry, Josh. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get to the chapter ratings for what and wrap up the week ever so beautifully. If you're new to the show, uh, for all of our chapter stuff, we simply rate the chapters. We might dance around like, oh, wasn't that really cool? And we kind of move on, you know? Like, we, we, we be, we're very respectful to anime viewers, especially for the notable series. You know, yes. the ones that have animes. Like, you, at times, you'll hear me deep dive into Yoza Core Family or Undead Unluck. You may deep dive into El Siege, stuff like that, because they don't have animes, right? You know, so, like, but, like, My Hero, One Piece, Black Clover, JJK, like, those, like, we try to be very respectful. So, that's one, because... We, we've we've messed that up before, let me tell you. Don't say we. I wasn't part of this. I've messed that up before, <laughs> let me tell you. All right, so One Piece was on a break this week. So next up, we have My Hero Academia, 374. What would you rate it? Nine. Yeah, 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 nine. Good shit. Easily. Good, yeah, good shit. Good shit. I'm enjoying it. Black Clover, 344. Eh. Seven? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm flirting with a six, honestly. Yeah, eh. I mean, I'm six gonna, is still a passing grade, I guess. So. I'm going to go with a seven. All right. Uh, JJK, 205. Have you caught up on this? I, I Okay, I did actually start reading it, but I'm not caught up. I did finally pick it back up to start reading again. I, I JJK is a fever dream. I'm only like, like I, I found out I'm only like, like 20 chapters behind, so I'm really not that far. JJK is a fever dream. Yeah, that, JJK is a massive fever dream. Um, yeah. What happened? Think it's a seven. You think it's a seven? Because <laughs> it had something to do with mass. So I'm gonna go with a seven. Okay. Uh, Mission Yozakura Family one fifty six. Boy, this shit's at nine, baby. Next chapter is gonna be so damn good. I am so pumped. Is it in its last arc? N no, it's not confirmed at all. If it's in its last arc, and honestly, like I don't know if 
I don't get the vibe that it's ending anytime soon. Okay. Like, in my opinion, I'm not. But, no, this was an easy nine for me, uh, personally, because, like, in this chapter, the last few, like, last three pages, right, were so damn good because it was all about the father has now gotten, like, everyone in his blooming, which his blooming is essentially to put everyone in this dream sequence, right, in the, in their head and basically alter and control and lock away certain memories, whatever, to make everyone believe, you know, what he's putting in their head as reality. Kind of similar to, like, almost like the Fullbring arc from Bleach, kind of like that, where you, you know what I'm talking about. Probably do, but I don't remember it. Basically where everyone was against Ichigo and thought this other guy was their best friend of long time. Oh, the movie. Was that a movie? Yes. I didn't thought that was, I thought that was the end of the anime, the original anime. Did they do it again? Yeah, it was. It's in the anime. That's where the anime ended. Shit. Okay, but yes. So it's kind of like that. That's they've done. They've used that three times. <laughs> that's what they. Yeah. That. That's essentially what his blooming is. Is to put everyone okay. in. It. So the siblings that were already under his control that they were trying to get back, they almost got Shinzo back, and then the father said, "Nah," slapped him on the wrist, and then the father got. Everyone else in the trance, except for uh, Tayo and the eldest brother, who the eldest brother is currently not around. Okay. So, so everyone's in the trance, including Mitsumi. Everyone's in this trance of where they're stuck in this trance that father is so great, and they're a big family again because it's all he wants, whatever. And he's trying to get Tayo to kind of fall into the dream sequence as well. And you get you go through a process of where he's just like, I can give you everything that you could ever want. You know, you see Tayo's, you know, uh, dead family again, alive again, in this dream sequence, whatever. You get to find out that apparently the father has had his eye on Tayo for a very long time. Well, that's questionable. It is, because it brings it back. You get to see the scene of where the car crash happened that killed Tayo's family, and the father was there, where he, you know, he was just like, I'm the one that personally picked you out to be Mitsumi's husband, because you're the perfect candidate. You know, basically where he would thought he could fully influence Tayo into basically what he wants and stuff. So while all this has happened and Tayo's slipping closer and closer to that dream, you just see the panel just be nothing but like like just black and white wires. And then the, the final shot is the eldest brother breaking into the room, wires everywhere, bre- breaking this whole thing up. And the father just sl- like kind of doing a side eye over it. Dude, next chapter is going to be so sick. I'm so here. We're about to get, the, we're about to get uh, Cor- uh, Coriachero's uh, blooming. It's coming. I, I'm calling it within like three chapters. We're getting it. And I'm so freaking excited. Undead and Luck 137. Uh, I would give this one probably... Probably a, probably a nine as well. Another luck has been on fire recently. It's been so good, dude. Uh, Mashal one thirty four. I don't think I read this one actually. No, I didn't. I didn't read this one. I'll give it an eight. Uh, Sakamoto Day is ninety seven. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I'm going to say a seven. Uh, I give a seven as well. A loose samurai, eighty-eight. My God, this series is questionable. I'll give it an eight. Is it ending soon? Do you get the? Do you get that vibe? It's possible, but they're sort of dragging each of the fights out. Okay. Because it's a little. They made a fucking NASCAR race with horses. Okay. okay. <laughs> that is what they've done. Okay. <laughs> Blue box, uh, seventy-nine. Uh, eight. I give it eight as well. Uh, P six fifty nine. I heard this was a great chapter from what I saw on Twitter. I've heard I've, from what I've seen on Twitter, P six is popping off right now. Is that true? It hurt. 
So it is popping off right now. It's popping off. Okay. I've seen um, that all over Twitter. People I mean, raving. I'll give it a nine, but it hurt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Akini Badashi, uh, chapter 40. Uh, eight. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. We did that. I think we had a new Boruto chapter. Oh, oh, shit. I read the Boruto chapter. Hold on. <laughs> 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 it's now coming back to me. I did read that, didn't I? Did you read the side stories at all? Uh, what for like, uh, the Sasuke one, the Sasuke and the other one that's going. So I haven't picked up the other one, the Sasuke one. I still only read the first chapter and gotcha. I'm still, I'm, I still plan on reading it. Cause I mean, like it was, it seemed pretty entertaining. Where the hell was the Boruto? I'm sure it happened. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I read something. I don't think I had a fever dream about that. Hold on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Chapter 75. Let me do a quick recap here. What happened? I can only assume uh, they're living yeah. together happily now. Yeah. Yeah, currently. So this chapter is going to be pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting because of just the last couple pages where basically in this chapter, uh, Momoshiki, who's in, you know, in Boruto, whatever, Boruto and him basically start having a conversation. He starts talking to Boruto about some shit. And oh, in, actually in Boruto. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, in this process, he basically, he basically lets... I don't really know how he does it outside of, you know, Boruto's, you know, eye ability, the Jogun, whatever, that we've seen like three fucking times, but it's a thing that he has, you know, but it's just completely forgotten about. Basically, Naruto, uh, Boruto uses that to essentially, I guess, see the future of where shit's going to really start to turn for this series because it's still it's still the kids, right? It's still their kids, their kids self, the current age of Shikadai, Mitsuki, Sadara. Like, it's still their current okay. age, but it's kind of like the turning point of where you see, like, Kawaki all, like, using his mark and stuff, and you see Mitsuki in sage mode just, like, saying, Kawaki, I can't believe he would do this, and that was kind of the end of the chat. So it's kind of, it, it's hinting that we're getting very close to that point. Okay. Because, uh, you, you know, when it comes to chapter one of Boruto, it literally starts with that off with like a teenage Boruto and a teenage Kawaki. No one knows who Kawaki is re- watching episode one or chapter one and a destroyed Leaf Village. So like that's literally episode one, chapter one of the series. Okay. So it, this chapter is helping us get to that point a little bit faster, which, okay, cool. Uh, I would give the chapter probably like a seven though. Uh, DBZ, uh, Dragon Ball Super, that one still is on a break. Should be coming back sometime soon. Chainsaw Man, like I said, I don't think I read this one. I'll give it an eight. Dingy still has his issues and he folds like a, Piece of paper. I don't know. We didn't have a kaiju, right? Nope. Okay. Uh, Spy Family, do we have that? No, picture. That's right. Yeah, picture, picture. Okay. Uh, Rent a Girlfriend 261. Man, I, there's parts about this series that I like a lot that I hold very near and dear to my heart for reasons that I'll probably go over in a future episode. I mean, we know the author's favorite girl. That that was That's, that's <laughs> hyper cringe. <laughs> For anyone not knowing what he's talking about, the author of this series brought a life-size Mizuhara on a date. Yes. IRL. I, sent, I saw that, that article. I immediately sent it to you, Alex. Dude, that was like peak cringe, right? But like, look, I fully see all the issues with Rent-A-Girlfriend, right, that everyone else talks about. Like, I see it. But like these past, like, probably 10 chapters or so, it's just so in your face about it of where... There really is like zero character fucking development 261 chapters in. <laughs> like, this is pathetic at this point. Uh, I don't know. I'd give it like a six, I guess. Uh, Eden Zero 218. Man, what the fuck is going on? At least we know it's actually ending, but what is going on with this series, dude? I give it a six. I give it like a five. Like, I, you know, I'll even go lower, man. I'm going to give it like a three. Like, I hated the conclusion of this chapter. I really, for. 
Look, I get it, dude. I get it. Like, if you're longing for that love of parents and stuff, like, I get it. But at the same time, like, if she has this, like, pre-built up anger towards being abandoned, I don't think it would be turned around in a single panel. You know, her mom just says, I've always loved you and always thought about you. And go her going from, like, you know, being angry to being abandoned. It's like, oh, mom and dad, I love you guys. It's like, really? I feel like that could at least, like, you could do that later. Do it like 10 chapters from now. You know what I mean? It is. It was too fast of a turnaround for me. And I give it like a three. Uh, <laughs> seven Deadly Sins, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, chapter 87. Um, I would give this chapter probably a six. You get, you know, you get a full introduction to a character that was briefly introduced uh, a few chapters ago. It's a, it's a little girl, and she meets Tristan, right? Uh, and not Tristan, Lancelot, sorry, meets Lancelot. And basically when she meets Lancelot, she tells Lancelot that uh, she's uh, his lover. And he's just like, the fuck are you on? What are you talking what about? What is happening? I know. Why is he suddenly has a lover? What The weird thing that we're retconning out of. Jericho has not been mentioned since really. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, man, we, we have gone so far away from that chapter. This series is, is on something, man. Let me tell you. I mean, Outside. Did the author go, I got away with Meliodas and Elizabeth. Now I can do weirder shit. I mean, look, man, besides that stuff, like, Four Nights of the Apocalypse, in my opinion, is arguably better than Seven Deadly Sins. I mean, that's good to hear. But like, That's that, what you want. Yeah, exactly. But no, when it comes to this character, you got you get that, that little tidbit of where it's like, I'm your future lover. And uh, Lancelot's like, what the fuck? I mean, granted, they are both children. I mean, Lancelot's not 18. I mean, yeah. he's like 16. But either way, she's like 10. So it's just fucking <laughs> weird. And reading it as a reader is fucking weird. But it's still, but it's like, now you get to, he he meets the character again and she basically gives him the lowdown of why she's his lover. She has an ability. I forgot how, what she called it, the actual name of it. But she described it as like a kaleidoscope that can basically see her entire future. Uh, so she discovered it at like three years old. Her dad tried to prevent, tried to basically seal it away where she couldn't see it, but it, it didn't work. And she can ascend. She's, she knows exactly when she's going to die at 71 years old. She knows how she's going to die. She knows that Lancelot's going to be her lover. And, and she basically details multiple aspects and details how all the stuff that's going to happen with, Camelot and Arthur and everything like that. She knows about it because a Lancelot in the future just told her about it. So that's how she happens to know about it right now. You know, she details it like, you know, I, she's like, uh, I know the first time that you meet, you know, you meet me alone in secrecy is when you were like 17. And then the first time we kiss was at when you're 19. And, and the first time that, we do this. You were twenty three, and one of the royal knights, like head royal knight, like she basically is just like name dropping stuff that Lancelot does. And this future. doesn't butterfly effect at all. We'll see. <laughs> we'll okay. see. So I mean, like the idea of the ability is is interesting, but it's just like, all right, this is also kind of creepy. <laughs> I mean, have you ever seen the movie Big Fish? No. Okay. You know, I don't I haven't seen a lot of movies. Okay. No. More or less than the movie guy. There's some old lady who's like a witch or something. If you look in her eyes, you see how you die. Kid sees how he, oh, yeah. kid sees how he dies, and he's like, cool. Then he just proceeds his adventures, his life. He's like, he already knows when he's going to die. So he's like, fuck it. Let's go down the scary path that I could possibly die, because I'm not going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. And just does a bunch of wild shit, because he's like, well, this isn't how I die, so I'm good. Yeah, I'm all right. No big deal. <laughs> 
Uh, either way, I'd give the chapter, I don't know, uh, maybe a seven, I guess. I mean, there was a couple of parts at the end that was pretty interesting, at least. At least where we're kind of where we're going next chapter. So, uh, All right, so Webtoons, I'll be honest, I did not read a single one. Oof. Not one. Oof. Yeah, so I'm going to let you kind of go run through this. What you got? Uh, eight for Unordinary. We got our first kiss of the series. Yeah. Of who? Um, Doctor and Sister. Mm. Okay. Shout out to Doc. Shout out to Doc. Here we go. Um, Weak Hero. It's spicy. Oh, man. I give it a nine. Damn it. All right. Because we get to see how all this stuff's going to unfold and how we're going to get our final fight. We're, so we're quickly approaching it. We're getting there. Thank God. I'm ready for it. I'm so pumped. Eugene's fucked. <laughs> oh, no, not Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> um, LC197, I'll give an eight. Jai Wu's going man mode. He challenges the strongest looking guy in the school, and every, he's about to throw down. Favorite chapter of the week. I'd give it to Mishio's core family because that was the only one that I read where as soon as I read it, like I wanted to start taking screenshots and sending it to you guys because I was just how pumped I was. And in fact, I did take screenshots. I just didn't send it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to give it to Mishio. I was, I was like, after I finished reading, I literally, like, I stopped playing God of War to read Mishio's core family solely. And as soon as I finished reading, I'm like, let's go. So yeah, I definitely give it to Mishio's core family. Great for, chapter. For the week. first time in a while, I'm going to have to give it to my hero. Oh, my hero was good. It was good. It was very good, man. I'm 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 here for it. Uh, so I think that we've reached the end. Uh, we've we've got we've made it to the end of our first live episode. Went Two off, hours in. We, we, yeah, this was a long one. Yeah, it's like hour forty-seven after we cut off the beginning, probably right an hour forty. Yeah, so, not bad, not bad. Uh, but yeah, first live episode went out without a hitch. I like it. Love to see it. Yeah, love to see. It. I got some people stopping by. We appreciate you guys. Appreciate uh, everything. Yeah, appreciate Becca stopping by, Aiden stopping by, Antonio MVP stopping by, Shane stopped by. Shout out to Shane for uh, ATFS. You check out some ATFS if you're a football fan. If you're not, it's fun. Check it out anyway. <laughs> it's a trash can. You'll end up there eventually. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Zach, any last thoughts or good hit the music? How you feeling? Yeah, no, I got nothing. All right, I'm going to hit the music. Let's uh, make our way out of here. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. It does help. If you came and check us out, please hit that subscribe so you can hit us up next time we go live, which will be Saturday next week yep. is when we'll do the next one because Game Awards are happening Thursday, so we're getting pushed push back. But thank you very much. Have a good evening. Hey. Yeah, next Saturday we'll probably be live about uh, probably about same time, 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We'll be live, talk about everything. But also keep in mind, even, even though it will be Saturday, won't talk about like new My Hero or Blue Lock or Spy Family that came out literally that day. We'll still follow up with stuff from last week. But definitely stop by. We'd appreciate that. If you're a fan of games, uh, we'd really appreciate you guys stopping by next Thursday for Game Aesthetic and the Game Awards. I'm not sure what time we're going live. I think the show starts at 6.30, I think, our time. So I'm thinking we'll go live maybe about 5.30 or 6, maybe. Uh, that'd be kind of my guess. How you doing, Emil? We're actually literally just wrapping up to the show right now. Uh, so if you want to listen to the show, you can always just kind of skip back and listen to whatever you want to ch- uh, check out here today from everything that we talked about with My Hero, Bleach, To Your Eternity, Spy Family, Gundam, Blue Lock. To Your Eternity. To Your Eternity, Chainsaw Man, 
And is that it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then, of course, the manga chapter ratings and everything. But either way, uh, we appreciate everyone stopping by. We appreciate you checking out the show. You are absolutely incredible. Join the Discord down below. Check out Agent Inc. and buy our jerseys. We definitely appreciate that. And uh, final reminder, once again, next week, Saturday for Anime Plus, Thursday for Game Static. Check them out. We'd appreciate that. Uh, until next time, guys, have a good one. Bye.